Stand by. Keys Dance Show. It's the Keys Dance Show. I need a new theme for the Keys Dance Show. You might hear news. You might learn stuff. You never know what you're going to get on the Keys Dance Show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, The Keys Dan Show. I'm also transmitting live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. It's out there. It's out there. For some reason, it tweets the fa- the the video for some reason. So if you want to like, subscribe, share, comment, please do so. I need to... Oh. Since I'm I'm an old man, I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, find. There we go. I gotta load up the the. There we go. Now I got the Keys Dance Show loaded up there, so I could see the likes and the comments and all that kind of thing. I got the Twitch right there. Okay, okay. I got the up oh, the YouTube, so I could see the comments there as well. And today, oh wait, before I even announce that, before I even announce what today's program is about. Uh, I like to invite you to tell your story or hear the stories of others on my other podcast. Check out the What Makes You Famous podcast using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. You can find it everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Okay, there's a video version. There's an audio version. Please don't do the video version if you're driving down the street in your car. If you're operating heavy machinery, don't do the video version. Just pop me in your ear. Put your little Bluetooth on. Put your headphones on and let me and my guest soothe you. (laughs) And it's pretty interesting stories. It's people just like you. Everybody's got a story. That's the What Makes You Famous podcast. Hashtag What Makes You Famous podcast. Also, from time to time, I'm playing games. Yeah, on Twitch and Facebook Gaming. So find me at KeysDanGaming. Hashtag KeysDanGaming. You know, it's all about the hashtags. That's how they find out. Find those little things about you. Find the interesting tidbits. You find the hashtag. You find the information. Sounds like a a plot to some kind of devilish movie. Find the hashtag. Find the information. (laughs) Mr. Bond. Hey, also, here we go. If you're in the Arkansas area, the central Arkansas area, and if you're hanging out on Friday nights, I have a show on Friday nights. It's at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. It's the Video Dance Party Karaoke Jam. They got a full bar, but I heard it was a dry county where Conway, Arkansas is. Yeah, we got the alcoholics to prove it. Full bar, kitchen's open. They got pool tables. Usually on Friday nights, they got a pool tournament. Tournament? Tournament? No, a tournament. (laughs) So if you'd like to try your hand at playing pool, making some money, I encourage you to check out the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. And while you're hanging out, why not sing a song? Video dance party, karaoke jam. That's the Rab on Friday nights. Friday night. All right, party people. On with the show. Today on the program, it's National DJ Day. National DJ Day. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know, I've been doing this DJ thing, at least professionally, since 1986. That's way back in the 1900s to you and me, kids. But even before that, man, when I was a kid, 
in school, I'd take my little record player to all the little parties, and I'd take my, my records, of which I had a pretty substantial collection. Now, most of the, the first records were hand-me-downs from mom and dad, mostly mom, since dad wasn't around that often. Okay, no, mostly mom. Uh, I remember the, the first records were like Gordon Lightfoot, Gord's Gold, uh, the Bee Gees got to get a message to you. Uh, well, oh, the first eight tracks I had. <laughs> you don't know what an eight track tape is? <laughs> All right, look it up. Eight track tape. I had three eight track tapes and my hi-fi in my own bedroom had a eight track tape player in it. But the first three tapes that I had were the Eagles greatest hits and uh, Stevie Wonder's superstition and eight track number three was Steve Martin's wild and crazy guy which featured the song King Tut, King Tut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, those were the three. That, that, that's what shaped the starts. My little baby DJ uh, when I was just little wee baby DJ. Before I even got paid a dollar to be a DJ, I was uh, dragging my little turntable. Not even a great turntable. It felt like it was put together with uh, sawdust and duct tape. And I took that that. Uh, record player and my crate full of records and i played music for the people and that was the humble beginnings of keys dan the dj okay that portion of the show hey if you're hanging around say hi for crying out loud i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm on twitch i'm looking at twitch there we go now i'm actually paying attention to the twitch stream and the facebook stream and the youtube stream there ah, okay well national dj day it is January 20th, and it happens every year, all right? I guess I can give you a little bit of the history of National DJ Day. Uh, National DJ Day, this is from, uh, well, nationaltoday.com. How about that? National DJ Day might celebrate the work of our favorite disc jockeys, but it stems from the work of one, there can be only one famous jock, Alan Freed. Oh, yeah, you've heard that name. If you're anywhere in the DJ business, and, and you know anything about radio, you know Alan Freed's name, who you might know as Moondog, this 1950s DJ who coined the term rock and roll, is the reason we honor DJs on January 20th. On this day, we celebrate the talents of all the disc jockeys, from those playing the chicken dance, Okay, for the millionth time at a wedding, to the radio personalities who help you get through the morning commute. This is your morning drive. Hey, keys down on your morning drive. Hey, yeah, you've heard that. They're the ones that keep you awake besides that cup of joe in the mornings. Now, I've had my share of that. All right, 1986. The reason I say I became a professional DJ, 1986. I did my first wedding in 1986, and I got paid for said wedding. I got paid $50, and I rented the equipment from Guitar Center for $75. Uh, okay, I didn't make any money on that, but it was valuable experience that I still carry with me today. I, I How did I figure out that I could be a wedding DJ? Well, I watched a couple of DJs at weddings, and I said, I think I could do that. There was no YouTube. There was no place that I knew of where you could learn how to be a DJ, at least not a mobile DJ. So I learned it on my own. That was the first one. 
And I, I did it from time to time here and there, but I really uh, got kicking in the in the late '90s, early 2000s. I really started to to make it into a career at that point. The mobile DJ stuff. Now, whoosh, backpedaling again. I wish I had ah, oh, I should have had a record scratch on this one. Oh well, <laughs> I didn't know. I did. There, that'll do. Uh, in 1986. I also graduated high school and I was spinning my wheels trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. So I went to Broward Community College because I wasn't quite smart enough to get into a big school and I really didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I started studying psychology and communications. Psychology, just so it could mess me up for the rest of my life. I learned just enough. I thought, well, maybe I'll be a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Psychologist, maybe a, few, a couple of years of school, four years of school or so. Psychiatrist, you actually have to go all the way to doctorhood. Ah, I don't think that was in the cards. But the communications part, that's the part that I kind of used. And there was a, besides Broward Community College, there was an adjacent school over at Piper High School where you could learn how to be a radio DJ. WKPX 88.5, your alternative rock station for the alternative you. The new sounds for the new you. Oh, man, that was valuable experience. They actually let you get on the air for a couple hours every day and learn how to be a DJ playing music for the masses, both of them, both people in their dorms. I think that's who I was playing music for. I remember playing I, I think oh well, uh, midnight oil. I think that was the biggest thing that I played was was beds are burning. I feel like I was, if not the first, one of the first people to play midnight oil's beds are burning back in 1987 on WKPX 88.5. Man, you know, and I, I guess I, I enjoyed the DJing on the radio and the DJing for the people. Of course, I had day jobs. That kept me going. I worked at a hardware store. Uh, you know, I worked at I worked at Kmart, which is no longer there. You know, I, I did a bunch of day jobs, but at nights and on weekends, uh, I try I dip my toe into the mobile DJing and the radio DJing. I worked at a country station, a few country stations, in fact, uh, rock stations, pop stations easy listening some of the stations that i was working for had multiple stations so you would do a voice on you know take shifts on several different stations i would take a shift on the easy listening jazz station and i would talk like this kind of like i was on npr and then on the rock station maybe put a little more gravel in your voice hey this is uh 94.9 jrr we'll ask out your ugly sister and then we won't show up on the date, J-R-R, because <laughs> we're edgy like that. And then country, you know, don't put too much twang on it, but it just seeped in. Kiss country, 99.9, kiss country, playing your favorite country hits. Dolly Parton, Blake Shelton. Yeah, happy birthday, Dolly Parton, yesterday. That's right. <laughs> you, may, you may or may not have heard a tiny little squeaky voice in the background, but uh, there's, a, there's a voice out there. She said, what? All right. National, the history of National DJ Day. National DJ Day takes place on January 20 of every year. Well, we already knew that. We celebrate amateur and professional DJs. I sound a whole lot like an amateur DJ right now. Maybe I'm, I'm hurting my brand. It's possible. I might be doing it. <laughs> Please hire me for your wedding or corporate event. Uh, mama needs money. Baby needs money. 
Okay, uh, for professional DJs who spin records and play the grooviest music at the right time. The music is usually played in front of a live audience, but televised or recorded music sessions are also available. The most common types of DJs are club DJs, radio DJs, party DJs, and turntablists. Wicka wicka what? Who scratch and manipulate sounds by playing records on turntables. Well, nowadays, you know, I had turntables until about 1999, and I gave those suckers up when uh, when digital media was, was starting. And then I found the digital wheels of steel. There was Atomix that was already being made in 1999. I remember I got my first version of Atomix, and that was two different, like it was two turntables on your computer. You could see, uh, and you, you would manipulate them with your mouse uh, or with the keyboard and i was getting pretty good at at mixing and scratching on atomix using the mouse and the keyboard but a little bit later i came up uh, uh well let's see atomix turned into uh virtual dj and that's the program that i pretty much use exclusively when i'm djing when i'm just uh playing music when i'm doing karaoke i use a, i use a couple of different karaoke programs i'm pretty much settled on the pc dj version of karaoke so that's a little tip from me to you that seems to be the one that works the easiest and the virtual dj i'll switch back and forth if i'm doing karaoke it's the pc dj karaoke program and then if i'm D djing the video dance party carrier the video dance party portion of it i'll use the virtual dj because it has a nice video interface that i can put off put out to several one or several different screens if i have more available the more the better i'll put videos up everywhere 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 yeah and so the video dance party karaoke jam those are the two programs i use and i have a i used a new mark interface one of the cheap ones when i was first uh, getting into the the new mark interface you could pick the you could pick a a, a pretty inexpensive one for about 150 dollars but then I had to step up. Of course, I wanted to mix better. I wanted to, to be able to mani manipulate the music a little bit better. Reverse and, and cut and slice and scratch and, and uh, have sound effects at my fingertips. So I spent, should I, should I even say it? Because there's a, there's a person here that might, might worry about the money that I spend on this stuff. All right, I spent $1,100 to get a, a better mixer, the Pioneer DDJ. I picked that up about maybe about two, three years ago, and the thing is holding strong. It works really well. Pi the Pioneer DDJ, it has any everything you'd need. I know it's made for Serato uh, DJ mostly, but I use it with my virtual DJ, and it works just fine. I enjoy it very, very much. And I'll be enjoying it this weekend, Friday night at the Rab, Conway, Arkansas. Come on out. That's my one public show, my very faithful public show at the rab and then saturday nights are always made for parties oh this saturday night i'm kind of stoked it's a private party but i still want to tell you about it it's a 50 year old lady's birthday and she's asked for yacht rock oh yeah yacht rock do 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 there's a girl on a port and brandy what a fine girl oh yeah that asia a little bit of oh doobies Gotta have the doobies in there. Yacht rock, man. I'm kind of stoked about that. It's a four hour show, but she said like the, the first couple of hours 
while they're eating and chilling. She wants nothing but yacht rock. And since she's 50, she wants the 80s. She wants the 90s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact, that little person in front of me just turned 50 on the 12th of, la of this month. So happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let's continue the history of National DJ Day. The first ever disc jockey was actually the result of an experiment on live radio. A 16-year-old boy named Ray Newby played some records on air, catalyzing a movement that started in California and spread to the entire world. At this time, the term disc jockey did not exist. It only appeared about 25 years later when the term was used by radio commentator Walter Winchell to describe music broadcasters on air. This was also when the primary source of music were records. Records, not CDs or pl digital playlists. Records, people. Look it up. On January 20th, DJing and influential DJs are celebrated. But the day also marks the death anniversary of one of the world's most iconic disc jockeys, Alan Freed, a.k.a. Moondog. He was famous for pushing rock and roll music and popularizing DJing. Yeah, he did it. January 20th. And that's why I'm here on this live celebrating, well, my colleagues and myself. I'm still get, I can still do this job after all these years. I wonder, I, I go, maybe I should retire. Maybe I, maybe I should stop DJing. But then I go and do a party and they go, Keys Dan, you were great. That was awesome. Will you come back next week? Will you come back next season will you come back next year can we do this every day <laughs> yeah that makes me feel good that makes me feel real good then i pack up my stuff and i drive over to the next show yeah gig to gig that's the mobile mobile djing thing but they you know i i do kind of miss the club djing that i did on on south beach, beach in miami that was kind of fun because all you needed to do was bring your crate of records and the turntables were already set up Two turntables and a microphone. Two turntables and a microphone. I don't even know how that sounded in your ears, but in my headphones, it sounded real good. <laughs> and, you know, there's, I mean, there's other kinds of DJs. It's not just the, the radio DJs and stuff like that. Oh, that, there's more. There's more on this little DJing thing. In 19, okay, here's a little timeline. Uh, in 1909, 1909, the first DJ California's Ray Newby is a 16-year-old college student who plays records from a small transmitter long before the term disc jockey is popularized. Okay. And in 1935, disc jockey is born. Walter Winchell coins the term disc jockey. 1950s, a DJ pioneer. Alan Freed plays a mix of blues, country, and R&B and calls it rock and roll and arranges live concerts attended by racially mixed audiences a breakthrough at the time. And then 1985, I don't know why this is listed, but he's one of the top few people that are making millions as a DJ. So if you, all right, if you're considering getting into the DJ business, don't expect to make millions. There's a handful, maybe two handfuls of people that make millions doing this job. Do it because you love it. And maybe you make a couple bucks on the side. Maybe you make a living. But for some reason on national today.com they decided 1985 howard stern fired 
Despite high ratings, New York's WNBC, and if you ever saw Howard Stern's private parts, you know why I said it, WNBC. Radio famously fires the controversial shock jock after a little over three years on the air. Stern will eventually take his show to satellite radio and go on to become one of the most successful radio personalities of all time. Yeah, yeah. He even calls himself the GOAT, greatest of all time. Or the no, he calls himself K-O-A-M, the king of all media. Well, I don't know if he's the king, but he's definitely dabbled in it, you know, with the movies and the radio and the TV and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, big ups to Howard Stern, still doing it. And big ups to Keys Dan, me, still doing it after all these years. Kind of excited. I get to do this. Oh, well, I mean, here, let me turn my other, my other camera on. And you can see, uh, I don't have Radio What going right now, but uh, I have the I have RadioWhat.com sitting here, right next to me, right here, right there, in the same room. And then I have uh, I have the you know I get to do the mobile DJing on the weekends. That's kind of fun. Yeah, not kind of fun. It is fun. The hardest part is the setting up and the tearing down. That's the part I don't like. But I do like the the uh, the DJing for people. I get to be with people at their best times i get to have fun with people at their best times and i get to be a part of that all right thank you thank you so much if there's anything that that you get out of this i like djing for the people i like playing music for the people and i want to thank you for letting me do that still it sounds like i'm uh i'm I'm, it's like a swan song it's not a swan song i got plenty of years left in me come on people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I even got man i even got my equipment streamlined i used to have to drag it drag stuff in out of the back of my vehicle you know one piece at a time a speaker a speaker the turntables the, the the microphones the various wires the cables now i have one cart i load everything up on that one cart one cart in with all the lights i'll set that place up like a club it'll look like a disco one cart one cart in one cart out I streamline, baby. And always, oh, that's another thing. If you're thinking about becoming a DJ, it's the cost. You make a dollar, 99 cents of that goes back into the DJ business because you got to buy new equipment. Always have to, have to have the latest and greatest. You know, new. it's not just the speakers. It's not just the microphone. It's not just the turntables, but it's also the lights. It's also the covers. Uh, I put, I put my, my uh, speakers in cases so it keeps them nice and clean. I put my turntables, my uh, digital wheels of steel, my Pioneer DDJs in a nice flight case. Keeps them nice and clean. So, uh, yeah, protect your equipment. It gets expensive, I'll tell you. But it's worth it. It's totally worth it. All right, party people. I think I've dragged this out long enough. Happy National DJ Day to all my DJs out there. January 20th. All right. And once again, if you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast, What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Also, if you'd like to watch me play some video games, Dan, you're too old for video games. If you'd like to watch me play some video games, (laughs) watch me play some video games. Keys Dan Gaming, hashtag Keys Dan Gaming. Find me on Twitch, find me on Facebook Gaming. But find me because I'm thirsty for you. All right, party people. That's it for this edition of the Keys Dan Show. Uh, find the What Makes You Smarter show. Find the What Makes You Famous show. Find the Keys Dan show. But find me. 
I got a lot of content out there. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here.